in my pendulum, kiddies. I feel like swinging. Hello everyone, welcome to our bonus episode of Exploit It, where we talk about exploitation and adjacent films. I'm Alexis Jowski. And uh, I'm a hodad. Not a Grammy? <laughs> no, I'm I'm not. A, I, a Grammy would be, is actually had has done surfing. It's just <laughs> shitty at it. I'm Kevin Daly. And we're talking about Beach Party from 1963, directed by William Asher. Beach Party, for the most uproariously uninhibited unveiling of today's pagan rites. The Simone puberty dance all over again. The observing professor is Bob Cummings. Dorothy Malone is the professor's assistant, who can uh, teach a few things herself. After you write this book on sex. Yes? Read it. Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello, two youngsters in love you'll love. You know, the only thing I've studied this semester is you. Well, I hope you don't flunk. Ava Six, a prime asset at any party. Harvey Lembeck, a motorcycle matador. Amsterdam, host to hot doggers and beach bunnies. Why not? Keep a moving and a grooving. Don't stop now. Don't stop now. Promise me anything but give me love. Secret service box, where only I know the Grimmies and the Hooters never go. Serving, swinging, and surfing. Treat him nicely. That's what you should do. Vacation is here. Beach party tonight. What do we hold, sinners? Girls! Yeah! There's an irresistible surge of that urge to romantically merge. It's wild and wonderful when 10,000 kids beat on 5,000 beach blankets. Hey, wall-to-wall girls. <laughs> Laughing, loving, living it up. Vacation is here, beach party tonight. From the director of Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker. Which is an excellent film. Yeah, we did that for episode 20. This movie is a movie from the 60s. Yeah, the first in a series of seven movies. Plus there was like a, a kind of parody in the 1980s. We watched this for free on Pluto TV, which is the old people streaming service. That's how I refer to it. It's another free streaming service. It's a lot like TV. Well, they have channels that just show the one thing over and over again. Yeah. Because when I worked at Walmart, they had Pluto TV constantly tuned to the, the Family Feud channel, which... I mean, that's cool. It did not show full episodes of Family Feud. Oh, that's not nearly as fun. It would show a clip of Family Feud, then you'd have commercials for Watch Family Feud on YouTube, and then it'd show a clip from a totally different episode of Family Feud. 
Modern Family Feud or Classic Family Feud? Modern. It was all Steve Harvey. Oh. But, <laughs> so you, what you're saying is you had Family Feud at home. Yeah. That's what... Well, no, that would be um, fucking Al from Home Improvement when he was doing... Oh, God, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. He, he did, did it that. for a couple seasons. <laughs> at least with the Steve Harvey ones, you get the laugh when people make him super uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. And he brings a lot of his uh, stand-up game to it, a lot of ad-lib. But that's, we're totally off-topic, and we haven't even gotten into the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds like our show. So, this is the first of seven beach party movies. Star Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello. Frankie Avalon was a famous singer, did a lot of movies. He sings Same. Beauty School Dropout in the movie Grease. I was just about to say that. Yep. His most famous single was Venus in 1959. This movie is a lot like Grease in a lot of ways, actually. Yep. He's still alive, and he's 82 years old. Yep. Been married to the same woman since 1963, if wow. I recall correctly. Annette Funicello. It's not, a, it's not Annette Funicello. No, no, no. Annette Funicello. Well, so she, they were friends. Yeah, they were friends. She was one of the, a lot. Well, they did all these movies and others. I always figured they would, you know, it's one of those things like, oh, they must have dated. Nope, doesn't seem like that ever happened. Nope. She was one of the OG Mouseketeers. Yep. On the yep. Mickey Mouse Club in 55. Also, successful musician. Mm-hmm. Good uh, voice. She, yep. Passed away in 2013 from complications due to MS. And yep. given this cast, you didn't know that the movie was a musical? Well, I figured I figured there'd be a couple of songs, right? But not like, the movie literally opens with the song. I'm like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. It turns out there was only a few, like, four songs or something. Yeah. Like. So this movie is put out by American International Pictures. And this is why it's exploitation. Because that, that company is known for exploitation. But a specific kind of exploitation they created, because they were the very first company to focus on this new demographic of teenagers. They were also a record company, weren't they? Yeah, they, they put out music, too, because they were doing everything they could to exploit teenagers because nobody else did. You had children and you had adults. There was no, nobody was targeting the demographic of teenagers. Now that's pretty much the only thing people target. Yeah, and he came up with the way that we still do it today. He came up with something called the Arkoff method, because the guy that ran it was Samuel Arkoff. Uh-huh. And he came up with this way, and he named it after himself, the Arkoff method, and it was an anagram. That A stands for action. R is revolution, that you have to have controversial themes. K is for killing. O is for for oratory. You have to have that catchy dialogue that'll become memes, you know? Uh, Fantasy, being acted out fantasies that the audience like. And fornication, which needs no further. Yes. But yeah, um, he came up with that to, this is how you make movies for teenagers. And he also devised a marketing strategy called the Peter Pan Syndrome. Which it's this—it's these syllogisms is what it is. To where he points out that a younger child will watch whatever an older child will watch, but an older child will not watch anything a younger child will watch. A girl will watch anything a boy will watch, but a boy will not watch anything a girl will watch. Therefore, to get the greatest audience, you have to zero in on the 19-year-old male. Still, what we do today? That is exactly what we do. He's the guy that came up with this shit. I don't know. That's just. Uh, I- uh, props to him for realizing the, the psychographics of that. Yeah. and so I mean, that's, impre- that's impressive work. He started in the 50s with a bunch of the B-movies, a lot of Corman stuff. And then through the 60s, they followed every fucking trend. Uh, they did the beach movies when the, the, the surfing stuff was hot. Then they did biker movies. They did psychedelic movies. They moved into black exploitation. Um, in the 70s, they moved on. They tried to do big budget films, but they didn't profit. 
they merged with a company called Filmways, which then became Orion, which was then taken over by MGM, and MGM is now owned by Amazon. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. And nobody exploits people like Amazon. They're the kings of exploitation. Amazon, if you would like to. <laughs> yeah. We will take the Amazon exploitation. It's right up our alley, really. <laughs> um, so this movie starts with a big aerial shot of a beach, what sounds like like jungle drums, and we get the cast, the title, um, where we're promised Dick Dale and his Deltones. And we do get Dick Dale and his Deltones. Fortunately, we don't get Miserloo. No, and, and that song had come out. It was like a huge hit. List. Yeah, it, was, it came out in 62. <laughs> Did you know that Dick Dale partnered with Leo Fender to test out new equipment? No, but I did read some very interesting things about his guitar playing. Apparently, as a lefty, which I did not know he was left-handed until I saw him in this movie. He just played his guitar upside down. He didn't even restring it like Hendrix. Motherfucker just literally has the bass string at the bottom of the guitar. Wow. Really? The dude is one of the greatest guitar players of all time. Basically, you know, pioneered tremolo picking. Every, like, metal guitar play- player owes their technique to Dick Dale, and dude plays guitar upside down. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Even when he got a real, even when he got a real left-handed guitar, he just still left it strung upside down, because that's how he, how he played. So, he was inducted into the Music Hall of Fame in 2009. He passed away in 2018. But, so, the movie starts, and we get this, like, little-ass airplane landing on a beach at night, and it means absolutely nothing. Uh, it actually kind of does. Like, later on. Way later on. Yeah, we don't have a clue at this point. Fuck that means, but... Yeah, because we go right into Frankie and Annette singing as they drive. About how they're going to surf and then probably fuck. Yeah, and they're driving the tiniest fucking car. Uh, The steering wheel's in the middle. (laughs) I don't even know what car that would be. (laughs) And um, they're singing, beach party tonight, vacation is here, beach party. Driving their fucking little yellow-ass Doctor Who car around. (laughs) <laughs> it's a TARDIS it's it's, uh. and so they, they pull up it's like oh we got this beach house it's just you and I like we're married so my, my get because he says something about I, I've spent the whole semester studying I'm guessing they're college kids they might be but they might also be high school but then they're talking about marriage as well but then again it's the 60s yeah. if you and were, they can all they can all rent a beach house like I gotta imagine they're college-age kids. Yeah, but they they go into the beach house, and immediately he, like, trips over people that are sleeping there. Yeah, Frankie Frankie thinks he's gonna gonna get some action this weekend. Uh, Turns out, um, Dolores. Yeah, Dolores, a.k.a. Dee Dee. Played by Annette Finicello. uh, Isn't interested in fucking him yet, and... uh, it doesn't trust herself around him. Yeah, that's why she, she invited the whole fucking school to live in this house. Yep. That they're all sleeping on the floor. Um, one of these guys is Deadhead. Looks like a Russian barracks in World War II. Um, yeah, Deadhead. Yeah, um, who's like the dim-witted dude of the group. I just assume he's a big fan of the Grateful Dead and just move on with my life. The actor is Jody McCrea. He's an avid athlete and bodybuilder. He did a bunch of westerns. He looks like it. He's the only actor in all of these movies that actually knew how to surf. Ah, well, good for him. Yeah, but then we have a bunch of other guys, and then uh, as Frankie's like, Oh, no, uh, Dee Dee, you, you crazy woman. 
he falls into a room that's literally just stuffed with sleeping women. And he even he's like, hey, wall-to-wall girls. It's like, okay, Frankie's an asshole. Got it. And they're all hitting him with pillows, and he's like, what did I do, womp womp? And then he stumbles on the boys who are all trying to sleep. It's early in the morning. Yeah. And they beat the shit out of him with pillows, too, because he's waking them all up. But since he's woken them all up, might as well get the beach party started, right? Right. Get, get it started early. Go some early. Actually, surfing early in the morning is not a, not a bad thing. The guys are surfing. There's people playing volleyball. The girls are just sitting on a blanket, like, reading books, playing cards. One of them is fucking knitting. Sand knitting. There's a surf montage. Um, and none of our cast is in the montage because it's, like, stock footage of real surfers. Yeah, just, just like, four minutes of song with stock footage of real surfing. And then kind of like, kind of like, uh, what was that movie we watched? The Hell's Angel movie? Yeah. The, the, the fucking Angels Die Hard? Yeah. Where it was just like eight minutes of motorcycle footage. It's pretty much exactly what happens here, but it's surfing this time. But then we get to fucking this fucking dude, Dr. Sutwell. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I don't know if I love or hate this character. He's got these binoculars watching all of these teenagers, and he's fucking drooling. And he's like, ah, rubbing his hands. He's all into this. And um, his, his, like, assistant comes in. It's like, what's going on? I'm concentrating on the developmental biology of human beings. Like, what the fuck, dude? He thinks he kind of is. Yeah, he kind of is. This actor is Bob Cummings, is his name. And um, and the thing about the film, William Asher is, like, he'd worked with Bob Cummings, like, way earlier before on TV. Yeah. And then he's like, but then when we did Beach Party, he was, like, way different. Because by that time, Bob Cummings had a crippling methamphetamine addiction. Ah. So this actor is high on meth the entire movie, by the way. That explains uh, a ton. (laughs) But The best character in the movie is his assistant, though. It's assistant Marion? Yes. Played by Dorothy Malone? By far the best character in the movie. Yeah, she played Connie on Peyton Place for all the time. She's Um, just snarky and has, like, great lines throughout the whole movie. uh, When I was researching her... That she won all kinds of awards, and one of the awards she won was the 1965 Golden Apple Award for Most Cooperative Actress. I don't know if I'd want that award. Apparently, it was a special award that's put up by the Hollywood Women's Press Club, to where every year they would give Golden Apple Awards to the most cooperative actors and actresses. That sounds like, oh, I let the producer rape me. And then they had Sour Apple Awards for the least cooperative actors. Fascinating. But anyway, Dr. Sutwell's like, here, here, look, look, look at the teenagers. And, she's- and then we get, some, we, get some nice, we get some nice, subtle, probably unintentional racism. 60s, 60s innocent racism. Well, I know she says, she's like, I, I blush too easy, I'm a Philadelphia girl. No, they're t- he's talking about tribes. And oh, just like the Aborigines. Yes. Yeah, this is his anthropology project. Yeah, he's studying teenagers and comparing them to uh, isolated native tribes, essentially. Yeah, he's con- comparing these teenagers to, to puberty rites and um, mating rituals of Africa. But it, it's couched in language that is we, we've kind of moved past today. It's not malicious, because it's 1963, but it's there. But he's like, the, my book about teenagers having sex is going to be like my magnum opus. He's probably not wrong. Well, maybe. I mean, 
Depends on how well it was written. Um, he's pursuing a really, really flawed hypothesis here, though. Well, that, that's why he's out there observing it. <laughs> that that young adults are horny, and that they've always been. Like that's you're you're not breaking new ground, so well. That's that is true. <laughs> that is not new ground. That is that is except him apparently because yeah, he seems oblivious to everything, including the flirtations from his own assistant. Yeah, who who points out like after you re- write this book on sex, read it. That she loves him, and then Dolores does not prove how her how her girlfriend like Wanda or whatever flaunts her yeah. bikini to distract all the surfers and make him crash. Yeah, she likes using her her body to troll the and I don't have an issue with that because the boys are all assholes. So yeah, let them drown in the ocean. So Dolores is like, did it ever occur to you that there's something more in life than getting a boy? And they're like, no, what is it? Love. I'm like, oh, cool. We're going to have some fat men. Oh, no, we're not. She's like, I want to be Frankie's wife. I mean, I guess it's a step in the right direction. She's like, I don't want to be just a piece of pussy. Yeah. And then uh, Dick Dale comes out with his guitar and just starts singing a song. About, about Grimmies and Hodads. Yeah, which I had to look up what those words were. I, I was familiar with the term hodad because there's a restaurant called Hodads in San Diego. Pretty yeah. good, but it's also extraordinarily busy. It's but I, did, I hadn't heard the term Grammy before, but, but a Grammy is an inexperienced surfer, and a hodad is a poser, basically. It goes out there and pretends they know how to surf. Yeah, that they hang out with surfers, but they don't actually surf. And a Grammy is just an inexperienced one. But he's like, the Grammys and the hodads, they never come to my secret surfing spot. Something like that. Right, Dr. Sutwell's like, oh, the native drums of Haitian voodoo ceremonies. Yeah. And they're they're dancing. He's like, oh, it's like the ancient Samoan, Samoan puberty dance. And the creepy fucking close-ups of his eyes, because we know he's fucking jacking off to this or something. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. And he's like, they are now concluding their ceremony and collapsing exhausted on the sand. Which, in his defense, that is exactly what they do. And then the girls all run around, and fucking Deadhead goes, Gee, girls are pretty. Yeah, Deadhead's a little dense. They're like, you just found that out? He's like, I mean, when they move. So, Frankie's with his, his, his crew that are all like, Oh, man, you should dump Dolores. You should dump her. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> it's just fucking grease. Yeah, it's grease. He's like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make her pay. Because, you know, there's, there's one. I can't dump her because I love her. And they're like, what? What? You're what? What kind of man are you? Who lets women love? Who who loves women? Yeah. You know what happens when a chick knows you love her? She'll walk all over you. And he's like, well, I'm ah, gonna. 60s misogyny. He's like, well, I'm gonna play fucking mind games here and I'm gonna convince her that I'm in love with somebody else. Does that cream puff Ava still work at Big Daddy's? And then boom, yeah. we're, at, we're at Big Daddy's. Where we're hanging out with Dick Dale and his Deltones. Yeah. And um, there's Big Daddy's is weird. It is a very strange fucking place. I mean, it's got a, a nautical theme to it. It looks like a Long John Silver's, <laughs> but there are actually people inside. <laughs> there's this. people inside. There's Big Daddy just sleeps. He sleeps. That's all he does in this place. Is he just sleeps over in some corner? We get some. We get a revelation about that. The the owner explains that he's some like homeless prophet. Yeah. He's just kind of brought in there that all of the surfers are just waiting to hear him speak. So he kind of uses him as a as as, a, as an advertising piece. And um, there's like girls that are doing some sort of, like beat girls. 
Yeah. That are doing meditation. Fucking bizarre. Everyone's dancing to Dick Dale, and they, they stop because the owner, Cappy Kaplan, played by Maury Amsterdam, who- Cappy's alright. This character's yeah. coming. Well, he starts by wearing a tiki mask. Yeah, like, this movie is fucking bizarre. And he's like, he starts his poem, his poem about Big Daddy, where yeah, he's like- His poem's terrible. His poem's terrible. He goes, D is for Dallas. I've never been there. A is for Ah. D is for Nicholas. Long may he reign. And someone shouts back, that's true. <laughs> Bizarre movie, right? I'm like, Nicholas starts with an N, and who the fuck is this? That's what my note says. And he, he just starts random, like, tomorrow may be the day after today. Can you dig it? <laughs> then Dick Dale and his Deltones sing this song, Surfing and Swinging, and he fucking wails on that guitar. Oh, uh, he's, he's such a... Dick Dale is a guitar god, and I, I, you know, I, I, I play guitar. I'm a guitarist, and uh, I have an immense amount of respect for, for Dick Dale. Try playing fucking Miserloo, by the way. If you if you have it on guitar, that is some ridiculous shit. The tremolo picking is nuts. Yeah, and so what's their plan? Uh, we get to see a bunch of teenagers dancing. A lot of it focuses on one girl's butt. I don't know who the girl was, so I just put unknown butt in my, my notes every time it popped up. I was like, there's that mystery butt again. That's, that's her credit, just <laughs> unknown ass. In her fucking khaki pants. And then Ava comes out, played by Ava Six, the big-tittied European barmaid that was on contract with AIP because she looked like Zsa Yeah, basically she's Hungarian and was hired to be a Zsa Gabor at home. Was she really Hungarian, or is that just what yeah, they no, say? She, no, she is, in fact, Hungarian. <laughs> and then a biker gang shows up. Yeah, randomly fucking, we're now in a bike exploitation film, suddenly. Yeah, with this gang of rats and mice. Rats is spelled with a Z, by the way. These fucking people. And the men are the rats, and the girls are the mice. Um, and They're led by Eric Von Zipper, who crashes his bike right away. He can't park it. Yeah, it's established. Oh, immediately, this guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah, and they just say stupid to each other all the time. It's basically one of the three stooges. And has all the teenagers are dancing. Dr. fucking Sutwell shows up, and he's got his, like, recorder hidden in his body. I'm going to make first contact, because, again, he's treating them like natives. Yeah, he's like, definite jungle reversions. And then he ends up dancing with mystery butt. No, Frankie does. Frankie dances with Mystery Bus. And sings a song about how you got me all revved up or fucking, I don't know what the fuck yeah. he's talking Like, don't stop now. You got me horny. Or something. And There's so a really weird lyric in there that I can't remember now. What was it? It's just like, make me feel like a motherless child. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah. That, what does that mean? But, so Dolores is like, oh god, this is too much. Frankie is being mean. Calls him an oversexed maniac. And I'm like, yeah, that's no help to you. No. <laughs> no thanks no. to you, rather. Well, yeah. I mean, they're just in different wavelengths, truthfully. They're not really a good couple. Yeah. And um, so Eric Von Zipper decides Dolores is hot and is like, hey, lady, you stay with Dr. Eric Von Zipper. That's when we all, Yeah, we almost walked into yet another film with rape, but that did not happen. Well, Sutwell intervenes and says, you're molesting this young lady. Good for Sutwell. And um, he warns them that I, I practice the most potent oriental physio-psycho-philosophy. 
Yeah, Oriental. We don't use that word anymore either, though it is kind of an interesting one because basically Oriental just refers to the mountain, you know, the Orient and the Occident. But yeah. I mean, no one ever talks about Occidental. So when they, uh. So you kind of drop the other half. This was my father's world, Mr. Barnett. The shrieking of mutilated victims became the music of his life. The blood of a thousand men and women was spilled within these walls. Limbs twisted and broken, flesh burned black. Starring Vincent Price, truly a master of the macabre. John Carr in a challenging role. Barbara Steele, more blood chilling than in Black Sunday. And introducing taunting Luana Anders. Nicholas. Elizabeth. Is that you? Elizabeth? While we were up here mourning her, she was alive. Struggling to be free. Then you are lying, sir. When Maria screamed, where were you? You lie! going to torture you, Isabella. I'm going to make you suffer for your faithlessness to me. <laughs> you harlot! All the violence of angry seas. The unseen forces of the unknown. The unforgettable memories of a long-forgotten childhood. All these you will feel in your very blood. Do you know where you are, Bartholomew? You are about to enter hell. When they try to to rough up Sutwell, he uses his his finger foo or whatever. Basically, he's he is like he's what's that what's that character's name and the the white bearded guy and Kill Bill. He's oh, just Pi dodging May. everything. Pi May, he's just fucking Pi May all of a sudden. Yeah, he's just like nobody can touch him, <laughs> and he just taps this dude like right in the head, and he's frozen. He's like, I've paralyzed every muscle in his body. He is in time suspension now. The five-finger death punch. <laughs> yeah. He's like, come on, Dolores, I will walk you home now. And we get this really weird dialogue where he's telling her about, like, I'm an explorer, and I want to explore you. This is my first The thing first is, he's not, actually, he's not talking about fucking her. But she thinks he is. She thinks he is, and he's like, this is my first contact, and she's like, at your age? Really? Yeah, there's You're a lot still of still a virgin? Yeah, there's a lot of innuendo in this scene. Yeah, and um, she's like, you might be my first contact, too. Yeah, because she's smitten with him very quickly. And uh, we should point out that he's got a big fucking beard. It, it's an important plot point. Yeah. It, it, today, he would that beard would make him <laughs> the envy of every hipster ever. 
It is. It's a really it's a it's a nerdy looking beard too. Oh, it's the hipsteriest hipster beard ever. This guy's a huge dork. I don't know why Annette Finicello would fall for him, but hey, good for him. But she does fall for him and he's like, Let's go back to my place and she's like, Tomorrow at noon. Um and so they, they, they blow kisses. And um so he's bragging to Mary and he's like, Hey, I'm good for an old man. I'm making first contact with the teenager. <laughs> That's right. Um so Frankie is actually not interested in Ava once he sees Dolores like at with hanging out with Dr. Sutwell the next day. And he comes out with all of this fucking clothing on. That's so well. Um like he's wearing a kimono, which is it's, apparently a fireproof kimono. Apparently it was given to him by the fire chief in Tokyo. He's got all these like he's got all these artifacts from different places he's been. And then he's wearing a one-piece bathing suit with a skirt old-timey 1920s. Yeah, she's like, you're like a walking United Nations. <laughs> She's not wrong. It's very, very, very worldly. And then she says, isn't it a hooting day? Which I, I'm not familiar with that. And apparently, it means, apparently it means excellent or good or whatever. Yeah, um, Dr. Sutwell is all on that word now. Everything now, he's like, oh, hooting, 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 hooting. It reminds me of, uh, my friends just sent me a, a TikTok of, uh, like, what if uh, if therapists spoke like their Gen Z counterparts, and they're just, like, going into, like, modern, like, Gen Z, Gen Alpha slang, and it's just like, I'm sad that I know most of this. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I mean, kids always have their own weird slang. No cap? On God. I'm sure you're familiar with some of the... I know on cap. No cap. Slang. No cap, yeah. Even her- I, I was not familiar with the term on God until my brother-in-law, who's a teacher, said, my fucking students just say, on God all the time. You to, like, if they mean, I, you know, I swear, like, uh, it, I'm telling the truth. Oh. It's like, I fucking hate it. <laughs> like, like, swear to God kind of thing? Yeah. Just yeah. on God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my brother-in-law's like, I fucking hate it. Because <laughs> he teaches at a high school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you can commiserate. Yes. But anyway, so... While Sutwell's going hooting, hooting everywhere, they're like, go out and surf. You know, because Frankie's, like, going to show up that this guy's, you know, a loser. This fucking scene. And he's like, okay, well, let me do some fucking math. <laughs> yeah, he's doing, like, physics. And then he goes out, and he falls off his ass, and he comes back. He's like, oh, I forgot to carry the one. And then he goes out and fucking kicks ass. <laughs> he's just shredding. He's like, aha, my... My math works. My math powers have made me surf. I'm like, that's not how surfing works. No, it really isn't. I don't know how to surf, but I know you can't just write a physics problem in the sand and have magic surf powers. <laughs> yeah. So then um, uh, Sutwell goes to, to Big Daddy's on his own to con- carry on his research about these post-adolescent surf clubs. And has this conversation with Cappy. Where that, that's where he explains that Big Daddy is, like, the wise hobo. Yeah, he's the magical hobo. That he was walking around with pigeons on his shoulders and everyone believed that he had the truth of the world. And then he's like, oh, yeah, okay. They're just waiting for the word. They're just waiting for him to wake up and give them the, the word, of the truth of the world. Meanwhile, the beat girls are doing who fucking knows. He's moving them around like fucking silly putty. He stands them up on their heads, and um, Frankie confronts Sutwell, and he's like, you're cutting in on my time with Dolores, you are brainwashing her with your beard. 
<laughs> yeah, the beard is such a running thing in this movie. Then someone's like, well, you're running around with that Hungarian goulash. This is typical aboriginal behavior. Oh, boy. And so that night, there's another beach party. Um, so Frankie does confront, you know, confess to Dolores that I love you. And she's like, oh, hey. And then Swim Fan Ava comes down and goes, yeah. you say you love me. I didn't mean it, baby. I didn't mean it. You told me to say it in the pool. Uh, Dolores goes off to sing her own song about, like, you should treat him nicely. Yeah. And I'm like, it's you're not pre- wrong. <laughs> it's a pretty song, and it sounds like something that like, would be in Fallout. But And I actually like the staging of it, that it's her reflection in the mirror is telling her this. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you're right, mirror universe, uh, Dolores. <laughs> That's right. I should do that. You're right. Thank you, mirror. <laughs> yes. Thank you, mirror me. Meanwhile, Sutwell's got this new outfit with he's got a Hawaiian shirt and this ridiculous fucking hat. It's like... He just has no clue. No clue. And then he just stumbles onto the beach. Um, They call him King Kamahea or whatever. Yeah, Kamehameha or whatever. The, yeah, and he just... Like he's all Hawaiian. He just smiles at them and goes, hooting, hooting. Yeah, he's a dork. Yeah, they, so they set his hat on fire. And then there's, like, some weird motivational song. Yeah. And then everybody leaves to fuck. Yeah. Um, it's like that Futurama episode where <laughs> they go back to Zoidberg's home planet to mate. Yeah, and, like, even Sutwell's asking Dolores, like, where did everybody go? Dolores goes, oh, well, if you don't know, then you must have flunked biology. <laughs> and while everybody else is fucking behind these surfboards, you just see, like, limbs popping out. Here and there. Yep. Um, she's like, okay, you gotta do something about this beard. Everyone's calling you names. They're calling you Hair Mattress, Old Billy Goat, Pig Bristles, or The Finger. Oh, the, I was like, what the finger? What? Yeah, I'm like, well, oh, because he did the thing with the... Yeah. The, with, with Von Zipper. But I'm like, but but the finger, <laughs> like, my brain went somewhere else completely. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like what he's doing with the Dolores or something. <laughs> That's right. She's like, you've got good eyes, and a, but an old chin. You should cut off this beard. And then um, we go off to, like, everybody's fucking. And Marianne is, like, in the apartment with, like, they've got this, like, thing to catch all the sound from the beach. And it's all right. these kids making out, and Marianne's listening to it like some sort of ASMR pornography. Yeah. She's totally getting off on listening to all these teenagers do it. Well, she's certainly not getting any, because her interest is completely oblivious to her advances. Yeah. So Dr. Tutwell did shave, and he's totally different now. And Dolores is more in love with him, which pisses off Marion. I'm less in love with him now. His beard was glorious. His beard was glorious. And Marion's mad, because it's like, this bitch's dialogue got in the way of my ASMR. So she stomps on down. We get this kind of idea about somebody investigating a ghost plane. Like, oh, oh yeah. this mysterious plane came at three in the morning. And Sutwell's like, oh, that's me. That, that's my plane. It's right over here. Um, You, you want to come back here in the morning? I'll, I'll give you a ride. They can mile high club up in his fucking Cessna. That's right. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Von Zipper comes to, to beat them up. There's, there's antics there. Oh, yeah. He thinks it's, uh, he thinks it's, he's getting into... To the professor's room and ends up breaking into Dee Dee's room and then all the girls are there and they beat the shit out of him. Um, and yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, 
Dee Dee and uh, Setwell, they take their, their airplane ride. And apparently he was an instructor in World War II of aerial evasive maneuvers. And he's like, yeah. here, I'll show you. And he's just spinning the plane upside down over and over. And she literally turns green. Yeah, I do like that. <laughs> that was dumb, but kind of funny. And um, he, she's like, hey, hey, let's 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 stop this. Um, let's see here. So Frankie decides to lynch this motherfucker. Yeah, basically, which is a terrible idea. He gets the gang and together he's like, "We're gonna, we're gonna kill this guy now. We're gonna try to fight Pi May." <laughs> yeah, and um, Dolores is like, "Oh, but Frankie, I actually do love you." Well, I get that, but we're gonna kill this motherfucker. <laughs> but instead of killing him, uh, Frankie finds the Sutwell report. Uh, you know this this diary of their sexual activities and comparing yeah. them to to African natives. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's what he's been doing this whole fucking time. They're like, now and he's we're... even less happy about that. Yeah, everyone's like really mad now. It's like he wasn't trying to cone on my girlfriend, but this is worse. And um, so Sutwell runs out and hides out at Big Daddy's, and the the, the crowd of teenagers is outside with fucking pitchforks screaming, "We want Sutwell!" And when they bust in, uh, Sutwell's like, "Yeah, you bet you two and your love, and then we was all game." Um, and he goes, "Oh yeah." He's like, "You just right. need somebody <laughs> to show you the way." And so they're like, "Okay, show us the way. We're easily led teenagers." <laughs> teenagers, yeah. So then Eric von Zipper shows back up with an army, <laughs> and the which surfers, looks like the same, which looks like the same number of people that he had previously. And then, so all the surfers, they. They lock arms and they dance around to protect the professor. Because apparently he's now their 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 tribal chief. Yeah, he's he's their cult leader now. Yeah. And then the the fight starts and Sutwell is out there fingering people. That's that's what he does. He's got his fingers and as he's poking people, they they stop moving. And then Ava starts throwing pies. And it becomes a big food fight. Yeah, there's fucking pies everywhere, and it's just like, oh, wow. They defeat everybody except Zipper. And Zipper's like, I want you to teach me this trick where I can tap my head and... uh," And he fucking freezes himself. He pie-maze his own self. That's right. So all the bad bikers are defeated, and it's time for uh, Big Daddy to wake up and give his message. Yes. And who plays Big Daddy? Motherfucking Vincent Price. Vincent Price. <laughs> so random. <laughs> he lifts up this hat and he goes, The pit. Bring me my pendulum, kiddies. I feel like swinging. And then he passes out, which... It's obvi- just a big ad for the next fucking movie they're making. <laughs> yeah, because at this exact same time, Vincent Price was in all of those Poe adaptations that Roger Corman was directing for AIP. Yep. <laughs> So he just wakes up and he's like, see me in the pendulum coming this May. (laughs) (laughs) Add in the fucking movie. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck was that? And happy endings all around. Yep. And Frankie and Dee Dee get back together. The professor finally realizes that Marianne is interested in him. Yeah. So they're together. She likes him without his beard, so that's fine. Um, Vincent Price did his ad. Yeah, Vincent Price got to do his ad, <laughs> ad so he's happy. The weirdest fucking ad in the middle of a movie. 
Dick Dale play is still playing guitar, and that's the movie. Yeah, that's going to be one of the ads I put in this episode. Just randomly a trailer for Pit and the Pendulum. <laughs> but anyway, where do you put this on the coffee scale? I don't know. This movie was tough for me because I hated it when I watched it. It was so fucking stupid. Yes, it's but looking stupid. Looking back on it, it the stupidity is kind of endearing in a way. And Dick Dale is awesome. Yeah. Frankie is a terrible... I, a lot of it can be chalked up to just the 60s kind of suck. Like, this is kind of how people thought, at least, enacted the nineteen early 1960s. Like, this was socially acceptable? Yeah, I guess, right? Like, I, I never heard any controversies like, oh, look at the subversion in this film. Frankie's an asshole, but everyone seems to accept the fact that all he wants is pussy, and, and apparently a professor can pretend to join a tribe of teenagers. Yeah. And apparently that's fine. I don't know. It's a t- Apparently it's okay to just record teenagers having sex. <laughs> it's a weird movie. I I mean, we saw Superman, right? And the shit they got away with in Superman, so, like, maybe that was just what the 60s were like. Yeah. So, I... I, Which disturbs me, but if that's how we're going to have to judge the movie, then I guess it was kind of fun. One thing I was going to say with like the coffee, this is nursing home coffee. This is <laughs> Because all of the people watching this are living in nursing homes now? <laughs> well, no, it's like you go to visit your elderly relative in a nursing home, and they start like, so, how is making a baby coming? Are you doing it with him on top? And you're like, Grandma, no! Grandma, don't ask that! Ah, uh, Grandma's the best. It's that coffee that you're sharing with Grandma. <laughs> She's like, he's grandma not too that... big inside of you, is he? <laughs> grandma who no longer gives a shit. Yeah. Look, my grandma's like that. He's talking about how Martha had a miscarriage once, and my grandma's like, oh, those are nothing. You just mop the floor and carry on. Damn. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus, Grandma. You just dropped this shit out on the kitchen floor? I mean, they are common, I will say that. It is... It is uh, a bummer, as I've gone through it, uh, but, uh, it, you know, it is something that probably people should talk about more, because I feel like a lot of people feel alone, like, oh, this only happened. It happens, like, what is it, like, 25% of pregnancies or something? It's it's ridiculously high. But no one just, no one talks about it. Yeah, so, uh, that's Beach Party. It's uh, yeah, certainly I, one I, of the movies. Of- it, it is a, one of the movies of all time. I have no idea if I like this movie or not. If uh, I'm feeling in a down, if I'm feeling in a bad, grumpy mood, I hate this movie. And if I'm feeling in kind of like a chill mood, then it's it's goofy and funny in a kind of a creepy '60s sort of way. Well, there are other films in this series that we will be watching, such as like Beach Blanket Bingo. How to that one's s- probably. I feel like that one's more famous. Yeah, how to stuff a wild bikini, Doctor Goldfoot and the Bikini Machine. <laughs> that sounds like the sequel to The Finger. Yeah, just giving him. Did you hear? He gave her the Goldfoot. <laughs> oh, ow! <laughs> the finger I could take, but the foot. Oh, <laughs> the Goldfoot. That's right. It's got to be worse than fisting. Those are the size of the fist and the size of the feet. Oh. Yeah, there's Ghost in the Invisible Bikini, you know, we'll, we'll get to those when we do swimming yeah. again. At least I won't have to watch Swim Fan next time. Yeah, we'll watch Swim Fan 2. <laughs> I hope there's not a Swim there's Fan There's not too. a Swim Fan 2. 
as I go to the movies next week to see Haunting in Venice. And Haunting in Venice, the first trailer pops up is Swim Fan 2, and I yell out in agony. With the original cast. With the original cast. Um, only now, she's a ghost. <laughs> right. The, go- the ghost of Madison. Trying to get revenge for her poor characterization. But that's the other episode. Well, at this point, she could be stalking his teenage kids. That is... Thanks. Thanks for that. Reminding me of my age. Oh, But him and Amy are in a, just a loveless relationship. I like this movie already better than you've talked. <laughs> this, is, this is fucking grim shit. Yeah. At least it has some character. <laughs> but yeah, this was Beach Party. So big special... Which actually did, which actually did get sequels. Yes. Seven of them. Yeah, a lot of them. In fact, it's got... Um, there's one in the 80s I did not mention. Hold on. You have to start, hear this cast. Stars, does it start Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello? Well, yes, of course. It, it stars Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello. It also stars uh, Paul Rubens as Pee Wee Herman. Rip. Bob Denver. Uh, Rip. Alan Hale, you know, the, the captain from... Rip. Gilligan's Island, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie alive? I think Stevie's still alive. Dick Dale. Rip. <laughs> Don Adams. Just, just like, just all ghosts. Hey, it would be hard-pressed to kill anybody from that <laughs> cast, if we don't kill Frankie Avalon with this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to check media, social media tomorrow, and Frankie Avalon's dead. And we're going to go hide in a corner somewhere out of fear. I don't, sorry, Frankie, I don't want to death note you. Yeah. But yeah, so make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tell your friends, help get the word out. You can check out more episodes at our website, www.exploititpodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at exploititpodcast or on Twitter, X. X gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you. At Podcast Exploit. You can also join our Discord. The link's on the website. Or email us at exploititpodcast at gmail.com. So join us next week for Vin Diesel. We're going to be doing Pitch Black and another movie. Ah, uh, Pitch Black. And if you've been following our show, you can probably figure out what the other movie yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, probably. So that's what we got next week. Catch you then. Nothing is greater than the sand serpents out there. Yeah, we're surfing all day and we're swinging all night. Vacation is here. Beach party tonight.